Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm Carlene. I'm here with my beauty soulmate, Jill Dunn. Hello, everyone. Hey, Carlene. Hey, everyone. Carlene, I've seen you more in the last like three weeks than I've seen you in three years, which is a good thing, by the way, because we've been jet setting. We've been out and about finally. Yes, that's right. So we just got back from LA where we interviewed about a thousand people. At, no, just kidding. We interviewed <laughs> a lot of people. I'm really excited for those interviews coming up. We had a blast. We had some celeb sightings. Kiernan Shipka we saw at a yes. restaurant. I love seeing celebrities, by the way, when I'm eating. At Mother, at Mother Wolf. Hi, That's highly right. recommend. That's right. Highly and recommend. Sh- and just before that, we were in New York to interview our very special guest today, and we had some celeb sightings there as well. Cousin Greg from Succession, to name one. Yeah. Yeah. He sat beside us at lunch and he is that tall. He's six foot six. It's impossible to miss him. But it was so great to be back in New York, even for, you know, 24 hours. And we were there at this time as guests of Guerlain. And they invited us to speak to a person who is near and dear to both of us. And we are we are a bit like starstruck by this person. This is our version of celebrity, a beauty celebrity. And that was Violette Surratt. That's right. She's Guerlain's director of makeup. And the first time we interviewed her was on Zoom. So getting to see her in the flesh was just such a special experience. I love her style. I love her approach to makeup. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and have a listen. It's episode 208. She talked to us all about her namesake brand, Violette F. Air. She definitely has been on the beauty scene for a while. You know, she's done collaborations with the likes of Dior, with Estee Lauder. So these big legacy beauty brands. She also has a YouTube channel. She's really incredible to watch. I love her style of makeup. It's very effortless and it really makes you feel like you can try on color as well. And it's not so pretentious. It's not so serious. It's all about using color as sort of a mood booster. And I I love that philosophy. And she, I think, is a bit of a muse for Emily Weiss, if I had to guess, because she's been in a lot of like Glossier campaigns. And I think she consulted on some Glossier stuff, too. So she's just that ultimate cool French girl living in New York. Yeah. And she's a mom of two as well. She's doing it all. Mm-hmm. 
But I think what was really fascinating about this chat that you're about to hear is the fact that she developed this new foundation. It's called Latent. And she has gone on the record before saying that she actually does not like foundations. So to take somebody who doesn't like traditional foundation, finds it too cakey, and to see what they whip up is just fascinating to me. And she also talks to us about the French way to apply foundation, which is very unique as well. And so much more. What else did we dig into? Um, I'm also just going to go on the record right now and say I'm wearing the the foundation. It's called the Terracotta Latent, and it's the Healthy Glow Natural Perfection Foundation, 24-hour wear, no transfer. And it's definitely a long-wearing foundation, but I don't feel like my face is flat. It has that sort of, you know, Terracotta is their infamous bronzer. And it has that sort of like light reflecting quality. A little goes a long way, I would say. I still don't look like Violette, but I'm (laughs) on my way there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I personally find this fascinating, maybe because I am steeped in this industry. But the fact that she creates for her own line and also for Guerlain, which is almost 200 years old, like it's such a historic brand. They invented bronzer. They invented the first lipstick. So she actually talks to us about how she creates for both. It is very different. And of course, we get her tips. She talks to us about how to use lip gloss as highlighter, why she loves to use her fingers to apply makeup the most. And then we get very personal. We talk about, you know, her nickname that has stuck with her over the years. We talk about the one time she saw a ghost and we talk about some mommy realness and the last time she cried. So you got to stay tuned to the very end for that. And, you know, because we are a little bit nosy, of course, we got Violette to open up her bag to see what she was carrying inside there. So I made a whole TikTok about that. So check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. We're going to be uploading some behind the scenes. TikTok, of course, we're at Breaking Beauty Podcast. And everything that we talk about today, we will, of course, link to it on our website, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. Very thrilled for all of you to hear our chat with Violette live from New York. Here she is, Violette. One of our longtime show partners, The Way, is supporting our show today. So I just refreshed my entire bathroom. Nothing feels better than a deep spring clean in the bathroom. Am I right? And I am telling you, the one product that's my ride or die that's in my shower 365 days a year is The Way's Detox Shampoo. And why I love it is because it's a clarifying shampoo, but it doesn't strip my hair at all. I use it around once a week and it just deeply cleanses, gets rid of that product buildup, the hard water deposits, dirt oil, and more. And it uses apple cider vinegar. And it also has keratin in there, which helps to keep my hair strong. I like the idea that it's doing something for my hair and my scalp. Plus it's color safe and you can use it on any hair type, fine, medium, thick. If you're wavy, curly, or straight, coily hair, anything goes. And so that's why it's such a huge hit. And if you're looking for more healthy scalp solutions, The Way's got you covered. They have two new drops. There's an anti-dandruff shampoo. I tried that one. I really like it too. It has salicylic acid in there to fight flakes. They also have a scalp serum that's really great to hydrate your scalp. And you can use it day or night on wet or dry hair, soothes irritation on your scalp. So that's a great one to have on your radar too. And great news, we have a special offer just for Breaking Beauty fam. The way to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. Go to theway.com. That's spelled T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code beauty15 for 
15% off your entire purchase. That's the way.com spelled T H E O U A I.com and use code beauty 15. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. Hey friend, I'm Nicole Walters, mom of three, your internet bestie and founder of inherit learning company. If you're looking for the motivation you need to pursue a life of purpose, then join me each week on the Nicole Walters podcast as I share my hard-learned lessons and answer your DMs about life, business, and everything in between. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Check out the Nicole Walters podcast every Tuesday here on Dear Media. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts. So welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, yeah, Violette. Thank you. Today you have your Guerlain chapeau yes. on. Uh, yes. So we're going to be chatting about that. And I think a lot of people might be curious because you have your own line, Violette FR. How do you distinguish between what you create for your own brand and Guerlain? And yeah. do you ever worry you're going to run out of ideas? So far, I'm not really running out of ideas. Like I probably have 10 ideas every minute. Like it's mm-hmm. it's going pretty fast. So in a way, it's actually good for me that I have two <laughs> different jobs because it's so clear to me the differences between the brands. My brand, it's me, my intimacy, my core, my blood, my sweat, etc. Ghana, I'm the guest of the house. Yeah. So everything I do for Ghana is like, I see Ghana like this, this beautiful brand creature, women, whatever. And I'm like, what is it her? You know, we, we put her mm. here. Like it's complicated in French the way we speak. So... <laughs> What is it? What is Guernal the most? How can I give the brand back where it should be, the creativity? So I'm like always digging in the archives, etc. So so the approach is completely different. Mm-hmm. And because my brand, I only focus on what doesn't exist mm-hmm. on the market. Either it's a color or either it's a formula or it's a type of product. I will never do like a classic powder. When I say classic, it's not a pejorative I don't know if you say this in English but it's not negative right. it's just like I'm not regular I was, I'm not going to do a regular powder eyeshadow because mm-hmm. there's so much on the market that's my way of being sustainable I'm not going to do a foundation I'm not going to do a powder but with Guerlain they, they, it's such an um, institution that they should have all the products in right. the category and so for them I'll do that and for some products that are that could be like I don't even do a lipstick in a bullet. That's normal. Like I do the bisou blush, which is just sheer veil of color. Mm-hmm. So there, there's not there's no overlap. But what's so amazing, and I just want to say thank you to Ghana for that, is that if even if a name of a product is suggested and it's a bit too close for my brand, they either might flag it immediately for themselves or we're gonna have a discussion. Never it has been like an issue. Yeah. And in terms of creativity, for me. Because I have Yana and get out of my ego bubble with my brand, you know? And oh, I feel so good. And then I'm so happy to go back to my brand to be with my ideas in, in this very intimate way again. So actually, I'm like, oh, I never thought I'll do two jobs like that ever. Mm-hmm. When I committed mm-hmm. to my brand, I was like, this is it. But I, I think on a creative level, I need that. Yeah. I'm better with it. Yeah. Helps you zoom out a little yeah. bit. And have perspective. Yeah. 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 So what I love about your approach, and I've heard you say that when you create color, that you create colors that don't exist. Yet. Yeah. So that's a tall order. Yeah. Because there's a lot of colors out there. <laughs> I like challenges. Yes. <laughs> so tell us your thought process behind that and why why that's important to you. 
Well, because, you know, I the way you learn, and I, I guess it's because I come from art school, but the way you learn about color is like the family of colors. And and so in art school, there's no limit to a color. There's never like one color. There's never one red, etc. But then when you go into makeup, it's simplified mm-hmm. to the extreme. And so people are like me, for example. Oh, I don't like green. I used to say that. But then I discovered how I could develop a million different type of green. Mm-hmm. And so can I say that I don't like green? No, I cannot say that. I just didn't find my green yet. So that's why I love the idea of redefining what colors are, introducing to beauty the nuances mm-hmm. of these tones. And and it's amazing because the one challenge I had was, it's, it's always just my little inside joke with myself is every time I uh, you know I work with a brand, they were like, don't make blue, don't make purple. It, it doesn't sell. Mm. So with Lauder, I was like, let's make a blue then. <laughs> Bestseller. Yeah. Then we got on. I'm like, guys, I warned you, I'm going to make a blue. And they're like, okay, that's probably going to be the palette that's going to sell. Not the best, but it's fine. We have others, you know, like how you make your marketing projection, etc. So bestseller. Like, ah. <laughs> and then for our brand, the two blues we have yeah. are the bestsellers right. like, by far. So now I'm I'm taking over the the, the purple challenge. Oh, uh, right. but it, it, And it's amazing because people were like, oh, I never thought I'd wear blue. But I'm like, yeah, but it depends the blue. Yeah. yeah. That's why I took on that challenge of like redefining what colors are. A lot of nuance. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I know it was the 80s when Guerlain came out with the first terracotta bronzer. Yeah. And that was obviously a big deal. And this new foundation that you created, Latent, is under the terracotta franchise, which I thought was interesting because that's Mm. a powder. Yeah. So maybe you could tell us about the creation of this. And also, I heard you this morning in the masterclass saying that you hate foundation. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. I'd love to hear from somebody who hates foundation about the <laughs> How creation. did she make a foundation? <laughs> yeah. And, and well, that's the thing. I told Gala before I jumped. I was like, guys, just so you know, I'm very fearless. Like, I, I don't see the point. I'm going to tell you. It's not because I hate foundation that I'm not going to make one I think is really great. Actually, it's because I hate foundation that I'm going to make one that I think is great. Yeah. So I just think a naked skin is just texture I think is so sexy it's mm-hmm. alive you you I don't know how to explain so I I don't like to hide it even for people who think they have skin challenges mm-hmm. I'm like take care of what mother nature gave you and really learn as much as you can to love your skin and that goes through not putting too much makeup on mm-hmm. so when they say okay we want to make a foundation under the terracotta franchise that like you said that was a challenge because it's a powder but I was like actually I love about the terracotta that it has this outdoor, fresh idea. So that's perfect for a foundation that's like lightweight. It's still buildable because you want the flexibility depending mm-hmm. on the days of your life, like how much you want. But something that, that feels like light, like air and, and luminous, like you you just had a nap and you're glowing and rested, you know, and and all these things. So we... So then I start, okay, I have to find a connection with powder. What could it be that could actually really help? And I really love complexion with some highlights of mm-hmm. glow. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that's actually good if we go with that. But I don't like powder. Mm-hmm. What can I take from powder that I love? And and the liquid foundation things I love from that too. And like fusion into one product. That's why chemists in general loves me. Because I, I come and like be, become their worst nightmare with all these challenges. <laughs> 
But I think that's what we need. We need to what what I learned the hard way is like you have to change. You have to challenge chemist labs because yeah. otherwise it's just gonna keep doing the same generic yeah yes so i've learned that with my brand like mm-hmm. you have to push them say you can make that color find you find you or ingredients like raw material they mm-hmm. can make that color happen mm-hmm. we used to not be able to do vegan red now we can because we keep challenging them mm-hmm. so with the foundation it's the same and i think for a garner which is a for me a haute couture house of beauty you can't come out with a foundation that's like average. It needs yeah. to be like very innovative. And I'm so proud. 95% from naturally derived ingredients. That's insane. Because mm. it's long wear and no no transfer. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And we should clarify that the new foundation, even though it's inspired by powder, it's a liquid foundation. It's liquid. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. But it just kind of goes on. I love the analogy you use like a fresh air, like a breath yeah. of fresh air. Because if you add foundation, concealer, mm-hmm powder it's not going to look like yeah, natural so fair. with this one foundation you don't need to add powder mm-hmm. then you reduce the texture you put on your skin and then there's more chance that we're going to see your skin texture mm-hmm. and again i want to say that to everyone listening <laughs> skin texture is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so has this made you a believer in foundation now this product again like i say i like this one <laughs> i will use this one in general i don't I will not put any other foundation really. Mm-hmm. But what I love here is that you can use it just on zone, like I was showing you this morning. Okay, so like talk us through these techniques. Yeah, that, the, yeah. the zone and tap. The two different techniques you talked about were zone and tap and tap and stretch. The so let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is to me the most light version of it where you just look at yourself in the mirror and you're like okay where do I have shadows we all have shadows and like I said this morning too shadows are great you want shadows otherwise it it looks flat and we need shadows so for me personally it's under my eyes I get really really dark so I'm going to take the kabuki brush have a bit of foundation on there and then tap the formula on the zone and then with my fingers, because the natural oil of our skin, the warmth of our hands and the smooth texture of our fingertips will blend perfectly, perfectly the foundation. And what I like to do is like I blend the edge of the application. Mm-hmm. I don't touch what I've, what I've used with the tap technique with the kabuki brush. And so for me personally, I go under my eyes, around my lips. And I was saying like around the lips, we have shadows, we have tint from food and stuff. So it's good to also do it a little bit here. And with just yeah, yeah. And with just that, mm-hmm. it looks great. So that's the first technique. The second one wh- where you tap sorry, and, stretch. and stretch. Yeah, tap and stretch. This one is just a little bit more. So what I do is like still put under my eyes, but I like to add it also on the apologetic cheeks because we, we don't do contour really in France. But mm-hmm. adding a bit of light is great because you add this little plumpness mm-hmm. we love. So by doing this, it's going to smooth the area and the light is going to bounce better and that's going to bring this even more glow. And mm-hmm. I do the same around the mouth again. And then once I've tapped the formulas on that those zones with the brush this time, I'm going to stre- stretch the formula out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it, it goes from bigger amounts of formula on the zone I applied it to less, 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 less and as I go out and so when you exactly so when you reach the jawline it's gone so that's perfect Mm -hmm. for the transition with the neck yeah 
how much foundation are you using? Because it seemed this morning when you were demo- demonstrating, it wasn't a lot. No, I don't use seven palms. So, so yeah. the trend that goes <laughs> viral on TikTok. I'm the opposite girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were uh, saying it's more like concealer. You use it's foundation like one pump. almost more like concealer. Yes. One pump kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like yeah. definitely like uh, one pump. Yeah. Wow. I okay. thought it was interesting that you said that you should never put your foundation all the way up to your yes. waterline on your yes. eyes. So maybe you could tell yes. us about that. So again, like we need shadows because otherwise everything is look flat and erased. So yeah. if we have no shadows in the lash lines, I feel like I always say we look erased. So mm-hmm. when I apply my concealer or my foundation under my eyes, I have dark circles. I'm going to use that as my own eyeshadow. So I remove the foundation on the concealer mm-hmm. by the lash line. I clean it up. With a Q-tip. With right? a Q-tip. And it makes this nice shape, like it's a nice shadow. And mm-hmm. I say the same when you have brightness. People mm-hmm. are like freaking out when they have rosacea. I'm like, yeah. listen, use it as your blush. Put a veil of foundation mm-hmm. just to remove a little bit of the redness. And that's it. Don't hide it completely. You'll see when you do that, your rosacea becomes a blush. And it's yeah. so nice. Now, something that almost made me like just my job was on the floor this morning when you were talking about not putting foundation on your nose. <laughs> That's I my know. Because feel that? That's where I start. <laughs> me so too. So I've been doing it all wrong because I have all of this redness. Me too. And now and then I, there I was like undoing my makeup because I was like, Viola told me to do yeah, it. She was like, this is the biggest <laughs> secret. And once people try it, and I was like, what? Tell us, yes. yeah. tell us that. I mean, it's. I remember it was years ago. I think Valley Gray locked me in a room, <laughs> forced me to try foundation. It was kind of a hilarious video. I can't remember. Who was that? Violet Gray. Oh, yeah. Oh, Violet Gray. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said Viagra. Oh, uh, sorry. No, Violet not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they put all this foundation and asked me to test all of them and give my opinion. And then at the end, the one I liked the most, they were like, okay, apply it and show us. And so I, I candidly just apply it and then remove the excess on my nose like so there's no foundation and they all looked at me like wait what did you just do (laughs) yeah i was like why oh yeah so i don't like to wear foundation on the nose because the nose is the center of the face so we look at your eyes i see your nose pretty clearly when i look at you Mm because it's right there right and and it's quite rare that we have so much redness that we actually need to hide it. We do in here, how do you call this? The nose Around roll? the side of the nose. Yes. Yeah. This we need to remove. But yeah. really on the nose, mm-hmm. I think people are overthinking their redness there. Because I've seen like so many people who add your redness. And I'm like, listen, like, let me cl- like put foundation on the rest of the face. And then you'll really tell me if you need to remove it once I added the blush. Mm-hmm. Because once I added the blush, there's no more huge contrast between the nose right. and, and the cheeks. And the nose doesn't look that red anymore, actually. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. I mm-hmm. don't need that much. And and I said, like, if you do have it, redness and you're comfortable with it, just a little bit on your finger and you just slightly blend mm-hmm. it on your nose, that that's enough mm-hmm. usually. And so when you do that, there's no texture on your nose and mm-hmm. it looks like your own skin. Yeah. And so when people look at it, I swear, unconsciously, it looks like it creates this optical illusion that you don't have foundation. Like it really impacts. And it's funny because a lot of people try that technique after I gave that tip and they wrote me to say, this is such a game changer. Like, yeah. thank you for that.
Today's episode is brought to you in part by Droplet. You guys know that I love luxury for less. I live for a sample sale, consignment shop find. And today it is I who am able to hook you up with an investment skincare buy at 50% off. It's called Droplet and their whole POV is around the idea that 90% of your skincare goes to waste because it gets wiped or sweated off before being absorbed by your skin. And that's why I'm so excited to introduce you to this new product. I've been using Droplet. Their award-winning handheld device transforms serums into a high-velocity micro-mist that absorbs into your skin 20 times deeper than topicals, where the ingredients can actually do some good. The device pairs with the Droplet mobile app to unleash the most powerful, deeply penetrating results and lets you personalize your skincare routine with targeted treatment modes. If you want to picture this device, It looks like a mouse for your computer. Mine is pink. It has a charging cradle. You lift up this little hatch and you slide in a fresh capsule every day. It's kind of like Nespresso pods for your skin. So you can choose the serum for whatever your face needs that day. And you just use it for 60 seconds, hold it about an inch away from your face. What I really love, though, is you can order a preset for your specific skin goal. And the capsules are all lined up by day. It's skin cycling in a box. I'm almost finished the Radiant Detox Regimen. It's a combo of glycolic acid, retinol, collagen capsules, and it's all about hydrating, smoothing, and brightening. I've been getting compliments on my Instagram lately. One person said it looks like I'm aging in reverse. I mean, that's the retinol, which I've found to be non-irritating. So I've really been sticking with it. It's actually fun to use. And I feel like I'm using next generation skincare because it actually was created by MIT scientists. If you've ever even thought about trying Droplet, this is your moment. For a limited time, listeners can get 50% off your Droplet device at droplet.io and use code BEAUTY. That's D-R-O-P-L-E-T-T-E dot I-O, code BEAUTY. Pausing for a moment to share a word from TLC, one of our show partners this week. Reality television, it's basically my whole personality at this point. And I know I can count on TLC to hook me with the content that sometimes makes me cringe, but I can't look away from it. And if you're anything like me, I'm here to tell you to brace yourself and set your DVRs now because the mega pop sensation is back. Of course, I'm talking about TLC's Dr. Pimple Popper with the queen of pop herself, Dr. Sandra Lee. And of course, Dr. Lee is a renowned dermatologic and cosmetic surgeon who in each episode is tasked with removing life altering growths from her patient's skin in an effort to help them reclaim their lives. And every season of Dr. Pimple Popper seems to get, shall we say, juicier. And this one is no different. It's the show that everyone loves to cringe through every minute, every Wednesday night on TLC. And just when you think she's seen it all and put it on TV, there's another wild case that surfaces. In one of the episodes this season, there's a person who has more than 400 tumors on their body. Can you imagine 400? And what sticks with you is the crazy difference in the before and afters once Dr. Lee works her magic. It really is riveting television. So if you're a reality TV junkie like me, watch an all new season of Dr. Pimple Popper Wednesdays at 9 p.m. 8 p.m. Central on TLC. Set your DVR. Once again, watch an all new season of Dr. Pimple Popper Wednesdays at 9 p.m. 8 p.m. Central on TLC. Set your DVR. We'll link to this in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. I think that what's interesting that you were talking about this morning as well in the masterclass is that if you're not going to wear foundation all over your face, you really have to get the right shade. Yeah. Because if you don't, and the right texture. it's going to be a disaster. So 
Maybe you could just touch on your technique for finding the right shade on your uh-huh. timeline. Yeah. So what I like to do is I you go into the store. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I think this is the right color for me. You put a swatch of it on your jawline. What's going to happen is then you're going to be able to compare that color of your neck and your cheeks at the same time because it's really in between. And then take a shade that's lighter and a shade that's darker than what you think is good and test them next to it. And the shade, the swatch that disappeared the most mm-hmm. in your eyes, that's that's the winner. Mm-hmm. And you'll see, that's why I, I force people to do a shade lighter and darker because sometimes they realize that they've been using the wrong color for a long mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. it's very helpful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it is summer coming up and I know like a terracotta is such an iconic kind of summer idea. And this is a foundation that is, you know, meant to be a little more radiant matte or mattifying. How do you make sure it doesn't melt off your face? Do you like primers? I'm sure you don't really put a lot of powder on on top after. (laughs) Setting spray. Yeah. Like there's so many steps. I feel like when I see these makeup artists on YouTube, and, you know, they have their own thing going on, but it's like there's so many steps. To, and, yeah. they, and then they'll be like, they'll pop in eight hours later. It's looking like this. Yeah. Twelve hours later, it's looking like this. I'm taking it off now. And it's yeah. just like mine's gone no matter what. Yes. Like, so what's your thoughts on that? I understand some people because they have so many steps on their complexion, mm-hmm. like the contouring, the highlighter, the blush that they don't want to retouch it right. at all, which I get. In this case, you're using already so many products that might as well do it well and put the mm-hmm. primer and the setting spray. Me, I have contact dermatitis, so I cannot do any of that. Mm. But because I don't wear that much foundation, it's okay. So that's why also like when it's really hot, mm-hmm. I would always say like think twice if you're really in that foundation. I yeah. l- prefer to let my skin breathe mm-hmm. when it's so hot because mm-hmm. to not clog the pores and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know I shouldn't say that, but that's a real advice I, mm-hmm. I'll give. Mm-hmm. I also noticed that SPF is actually a good primer for some of them mm-hmm. because it's a bit sticky and yeah. you want that when you apply foundation. You want something that sticks to it. Mm-hmm. So... Was if there you, one in particular? That, I don't that think you can primer? find it in the US. I like the ultraviolet mm. oh, in yeah. Australia. That. Yes, yes yeah. that's quite nice. Mm-hmm. But any, from Supergroup or whatever, like any one that is a bit sticky, that's what you want. Also, my Boom Boom Milk is the best because it's a bit sticky, exactly what you need. So it's mm-hmm. a great primer. So mm-hmm. I think you can just like cut it down by having SPF or, or a cream that has mm-hmm, stickiness. Yeah. And I would much rather do setting spray than powder because mm-hmm. I actually think powder plus foundation plus heat mm-hmm. is not a great combo. Yeah. Your skin is going to sweat no yeah. matter what. The mix of this, that's why I love that this foundation doesn't require powder because mm-hmm. you're cutting one product, mm-hmm. less challenges for your skin. Right. I love your eyeliner today. It's so pretty. It's like this purple. Yeah. L- like lavender color. It's or, like a little or, eggplant. Aubergine. Yeah. Aubergine, exactly. So, so beautiful. So how do you get it to stay put? It's a formula. Yeah. yeah. No secret. Mm-hmm. Because. This is Guerlain, the one you're this wearing? This is the one. So I, that's why I was during the presentation. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk about this eye pencil because (laughs) nobody talks about eye pencil. It's actually a game changer. This one, it was like, I was so excited when I joined. I was like, guys, we need to make an eye pencil. Why are you so obsessed with eye pencil? Let me show you. It's the easiest way to throw something on your eyes that's Mm -hmm. that's like quick and has an impact, Mm -hmm. really. And so I developed, you guys have to try it. You'll see. Mm -hmm. It glides like heaven on your eyelid. Super pigmented, very blendable. But once it's on, 
it's on. Is it like a gel pencil or is no, it? No, it's, it's really like a very moist, mm-hmm. like cream pencil. Okay. But if you have like oily skin, for example, yeah. that could be an issue when you have hooded eyes and yeah. the, eye, the eyelids are oily, which happens to a lot of us. Mm-hmm. That's like a nightmare usually when you have mascara and you have advanced, so like it's so annoying. With this one, it's over. The worry is over. It's on and it's and it's and it's done. And and really, it's so easy because you can even close your eyes and color in your lash line, not the waterline, the lash line. Then you open. You're gonna have this little tint in your lash line. Mm-hmm. Then you add a little thin liner by the top eyelid uh, lash line. And then I like to go a little bit outside the corner. And then with my nail, I'm gonna lift the the product out, like to my brow bone and that really creates that like very discreet cat eye that two yeah. seconds when you're you kind of using it. your nail to like pull the color exactly up and out and it really elongates exactly you can really see it in person fingers and nails <laughs> yeah <laughs> so is that the pencil? french way <laughs> the uh, spring collection oh the, my baby yes was the was the pencil part of the spring collection no, too no, okay no, no. it's part of the core yes it's okay. part of the core this is like it has to be something we keep and we develop colors that are like what i call the almost black family mm-hmm. which is like a blue that's almost black a eggplant that's almost black like because it's gonna the almost black thing is gonna blend with your own lash color but the little pigment in there is gonna like spice it up and Mm -hmm. push your eye color Mm -hmm. yeah i loved how you use the kiss kiss from the spring collection to add that bit of glow over your foundation you were saying that you like a matte but then and then to add the glow afterwards which i feel like might be a great tip for people because there's so many glow foundations now yeah but it doesn't work for everybody no, like no. it you know so I feel like that's a great tip maybe you could talk about that because it's kiss, kiss yeah. is a, it's a lip balm it's a lip balm and and you know I mean as a makeup artist I tried like liquid lipstick on my eyes mm-hmm. eyeshadows powder on my lips like we we just have no rules yeah. and of, mm-hmm. of of course if you're allergic and stuff that's what you should be careful of and we have so many rules when we we create a brand like we can't communicate on all this creativity that you can have but the the truth is like it's it's usually fine like you test and it's fine and so especially especially that kiss kiss big glow is such a naturally like a natural ingredient like the the ingredients are really natural it's perfect for your skin Mm -hmm, so and i love that it's like a bit glassy type Mm -hmm. of shine you know it's not metallic or glittery or it's really like this glassy wax type of feel that I love and so you play it on your lips and you apply it a bit on your cheekbone and then you don't have to buy two products mm. it's beautiful and I do love when you want a glowy complexion glow is the light reflecting the high points of the face and everything works by contracts so if you glowy everywhere it, it's not going to sh- shine as you want as much because there's no contrast when you have a matte complexion and then you add this little accent of glow on the high points mm-hmm. by contrast you see it more i found so that's why i love to have the contrast of matte and shiny pausing to shout out our longtime show partner nutrivol no matter how stylish or glamorous a person you see on instagram is Us moms all know the real life struggle that we can experience after having a baby, whether it's lack of sleep, worrying, hormones, and to top it all off, 
So many of us are experiencing hair thinning. I'll never forget the day I was sitting in my hair colorist chair, looking in the mirror, just gasping at the crown of broken hairs all around my hairline. And honestly, I wish that I had known about Nutrafol back then. I'm happy to help spread the word because now more than ever, women are experiencing hair thinning and or hair loss and many of them suffer in silence. Nearly 30 million women are experiencing hair loss, so nobody should feel embarrassed or alone. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, That would be stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism, really taking a 360 approach to your health. And they actually have three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. And each formula, it's physician formulated using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages. So you really are getting the most reliable results. And in one clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. I noticed mine is stronger than ever. And more than 3,000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code BREAKING to save $10 off your first month subscription. This offer is only available in the U.S. for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BEAUTY. We're going to do a fun little round of rapid fire. Um, These are going to be really quick. What do you think of the concept of makeup dupes? So. I think it's really helpful for some people because some brands are, you know, no no one can, and not everyone can afford mm-hmm. this brand. So it gives them the opportunity to have a color they love and use it. So I think for that, it's wonderful. The one thing I would say is that for some of the brands, especially smaller brands like me, like we work so hard on making this color so mm-hmm. special and this formula so special and the innovation so special years of development and so much financial like it's a lot for us to do so when you see a brand that's like blindly copying you and there's not a price difference like this is not so cool sometimes it happens by accident we have the same idea so i'm always like you never know if it was something on purpose Mm -hmm. but so that that's just what i want to say like if if you see a product that has the same price points that's accessible to you but you know it's a color that has been made by somebody else before. Go go to the OG because mm-hmm, I feel like yeah. um, it's it's nice to give back. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's a person, living or dead, whose face you would want to paint? Cleopatra would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what are three things that you would bring to a, de- a deserted island? So, you know, I, people asked me this question before and I said, to be honest with you, I'll bring like a light, a, a, a knife and SPF. <laughs> yeah. Very literal. Like <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. You're not bringing your brow or your No, I don't. I, would, I won't care about, yeah. you know. Not makeup. Yeah. 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 I won't. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. What's a common misperception that people might have about you personally? You know what I thought? That I love makeup. What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I actually don't care about makeup so much. I care about what you can do with it. Mm. And so, because I see makeup artists, my my friend, that they will 
talk about a product for hours and I'm always making fun with them. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, we heard you. Like, uh, <laughs> it's a great like texture and you can talk about the texture for hours. I, I don't care so much. I care about what can we do with it? Like how a person can feel empowered and the artist and the muse for themselves with a product. How a product can help you heal some skin challenges you had and make you feel so much better. I, I, I'm more... I'm more into that and not so much passionate about products like mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. some people are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I have no idea what people think of me. So I don't really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We know you're super talented. Do you have, what's your most useless skill? <laughs> I was trying to think of that. Actually, I really don't know. Because <laughs> okay. if I have a skill, I guess I would want to use it. So why do, I, maybe I don't have like skills that are like, I could tell you about the skills I really don't have and I wish I did. Like okay. wrapping paper, like it's a joke. <laughs> like my husband is like, how can a person that's so good with their hands be yeah. so bad with wrapping? <laughs> I swear, like I'm so like, I, I don't know what I do. Like that's really it's funny. really terrible. Okay, <laughs> I can relate to that. But can you know you? what? I learned a tip a long time ago. Don't be good at something you don't really want to do. So like if your husband's good at do, it, actually, just right. let him do true. it. Yeah. That's true. You know? You heard it, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a ghost or do you believe in ghosts? I actually did see a ghost. I mean, you can think if it's true or not. Is it a ghost or not? I believe in ghosts, yes. Oh my gosh, it was the biggest fear of my life though. It happened to me twice. I was sleeping in my bed. It's a really like a horror movie. Mm. Even though I don't think ghosts are mean or whatever, yeah. and, you know, but it was very scary. Like I was sleeping and I woke up, opened my eyes and I swear to God, I see somebody like that close to my face looking at me wow. and I scream my head off. So scientists would be like, oh, is it just like she was between uh, yeah. sleep and, and awake? Uh, and let me tell you, it felt really real. Wow. So... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was kind of I just had a chill go down my spine I just like, don't want that to happen yeah, again no no yeah. I'm probably gonna dream about that tonight were you in tonight. a different place or were you at home it happens twice one at my grandmother and once at my when I when I was young I lived in this like tiny little room in the under the roof of a building and yeah, that was a there. little attic yeah yeah oh, oh wow wow okay all right we could go on for hours oh yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> another podcast <laughs> when's the last time you cried was it when you saw the ghost or <laughs> <laughs> the last time I cried was probably last month or a month and a half ago because when Lynn, my second daughter, was born, she was crying all the time and people were like, oh, she's just a colicky baby. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, there's no such thing. If a baby cries, there is a reason. Like, you just don't don't say, oh, she's just colicky. What does that mean? Colicky is unidentified cry. So there's something going yeah. on. So I was losing my mind because I felt like nobody really understood how mentally this is driving you nuts and nobody was worried like the doctor was like yeah well you'll pass I'm like you have no life I feel like I'm failing as a mother because I don't know what she has it's my job to protect her mm -hmm. and I'm not doing the right job what can I do you gotta help me and and no and so I studied night and day when she was always on me we couldn't lay her down she was crying and having acid reflux all the time and her pain in her stomach. I could mm. see something was wrong. It took me two months and a half to find out that she had CMPI, which is calming protein intolerance to very mm. high level, like not allergic intolerance, but still like, uh, and, and I had to do my own research. I had to do my own testing. Wow. Until finally, I had so much proof that that was probably it, that I mm -hmm. went to an allergist and I was like, okay, I want you to listen to me. Look at the symptoms. 
and and let's test her, which we did, and it came out that yeah, she had that. So then we changed the way of feeding her, and since then she's happy, she Aww. never cries. Then night, and I'm like leaving again. So I had moments where I was crying, feeling completely desperate that I couldn't help my baby. It was really hard. Such yeah. a helpless feeling. Yeah, really. But that's a that's actually a great tip for people who. So what is it called that you? CMPI. Said? CMPI. Okay. And, and nobody ever. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so. but I agree with you. From my experience, my baby cried all the time, and he ended up having. It's a digestion. There's, there's something, something going on. Yeah, there's They're something. Having pain. I yeah. totally agree with you. And it's the worst oh, when your kids. The worst. I'm sure a lot I of mom now will oh, relate yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. What's the nickname that your nearest and dearest call you? Was that like my husband, basically? Yeah, or yeah. like your family? Or are they my like family? Theo or like, <laughs> I don't know. So in France, nobody gives me a nickname. They call me Violette. Yeah. We don't do nicknames in France. Okay. It's not really like a thing. When I moved to the US, I actually laughed because I was like, Steven, they call him sometimes Steve. I'm like, really for one letter? You just, <laughs> I, I, why? I don't get it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so here they call me V because Violette is hard mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Well, I have more this like, this not nickname kind of joke where my friend is like is that is that APV I'm sure like some of our friends listening are they gonna laugh apparently I'm so specific about what I like (laughs) that (laughs) Fabian my best friend was like we need the AOC appellation for you because it's like so like oh this Violette will love and so they called it the approved par Violette which is approved by Violette and it became an official terms in my company I don't even know how Oh my god! So now I have my APV slot in my ag- my schedule. Where it's like you have to approve this. Is this APV? <laughs> so it became a thing. It's, it's almost like a nickname in my life at that point. Yeah. Okay. It's a status that. and a nickname. Yeah. Okay. Our last question before we're gonna do a fun. Everybody needs to get on our TikTok to find out what's in Violet's bag. What is APV in Violet's <laughs> bag? What does the word beauty mean to you in 2023? I don't know what it means, but I want it to mean wellness. And I don't talk about no makeup style, but wellness, like use it to celebrate you. Color, joie de vivre. Like I, that's what I wish. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you and so much. Yeah, thank you so much. And my final, final question is, where's that necklace from? <laughs> oh, this is a medal from my birth, actually. So it's like not really like it has my blood type in the back. Like, oh, really? You know, yeah, if something happens to you, we do that. People like look behind the. Yeah, it's like a medical alert. And bracelet. exactly. But way more chic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this vintage chic. from your like great, great, great grandmother? <laughs> it looks like it. But it's just like my birth medal that I was yeah. given to. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Okay. Thank you so much. Viola. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.